Hello and welcome to The Ravens, a One Tree Hill movie and TV show podcast. This is Capeside Chats, a Dawson's Creek podcast. This is season five, part one. I'm Simon and with me as always, I can tell you that you're going to give a hoot because it is Lex that was a good intro. Now I'm going to have to follow that up later in the season. Damn it. <laughs> that was a good Lex, one. Lex, we're back. Season five, part one. How you doing? I'm doing great. I'm excited to talk about this season. Um, rewatching, and I did not remember as much of it. I have the first four seasons like burned into my brain, but these last two, I just haven't rewatched as much. I guess I kind of fall off, and uh, it was really fun. We're covering the first 13 episodes. So, mm-hmm. cool. yeah it's funny because i've been i've been getting a lot of messages particularly like towards the end of season four people saying oh you're done with the good parts of dawson's creek now unfortunately it's a downward slope and then i had other and people at the beginning of season five being like oh you know this must be a, tr- a, a tough transition etc etc which i've been waiting to say here Dare I say this has been my favorite season so far? Really? And I know that I know that that's probably controversial, and some of it I think maybe comes back to what we were talking about in our last episode. But I am so over high school; like, okay, I am so done with high school. So that to see them in college, which wasn't my prediction, I thought they were gonna, yeah. you know, time, time jump. jump like One Tree Hill. Um, but to see them there, it's nice to be in a different. Mm-hmm. Uh, situation but it's been it's been like unearthing things for me while watching it or thinking about yeah. memories and experiences and things that, of my own university experience that I'd kind of like forgotten about so it's been interesting so I think it's important for the listeners who said that because I have done this and I was kind of saying that I was like you know uh, you know it's not as good as the previous seasons and I I still don't think it's as good as the previous seasons but guys I recommend going back and rewatching it with some fresh eyes because it is good. Like, it is. It's way better than I remember. I I will say that for sure. Um, I will get our little artwork as we've done. I also can show you something special that I haven't been able to show oh. you because we meet. This is the artwork for this season. Okay, Audrey's on there. Audrey's on there, which is why. You haven't been able... So, Busy Phillips is the new character on the show. Now, I talked about these a while back, but I could not show them to you because Busy Phillips is involved. But I have five of these covers for the 20th Mm. anniversary. They got the cast back together, and they did these Entertainment Weekly. They were on the cover of Entertainment Weekly. So each character, sorry, you guys aren't seeing this right now. I can post pictures of it. So because they have become like best friends, they're literally like soulmates. Like Busy Phillips and Michelle Williams are like, like literally Michelle Williams takes Busy Phillips to the Oscars when she gets nominated for Oscars. That's Dave. Dawson. (laughs) Ah, Headphone fell out. So I have all of these. I'm so excited because Audrey is a, and I'm going to say this right now, a very hated character. 
Oh, really? She is a very hated character. Um, that surprises me. I thought she'd be beloved. I love her. I love her so much. I loved her when I first watched it, and I love her more now in the rewatch. I think she has held up even better than some of the other characters in this rewatch. So I feel like because, yes, we can get into great detail about all of the crazy stuff that happened this season, but I was thinking we could start it by talking about Audrey because she's the newest one and her st- her story is kind of more minimal right now like they're they're just growing that character so you you like audrey you're a fan of her yeah i'm really surprised by that i thought she would be liked by the fandom so that surprises me yeah i think yeah. she's good she sort of counterbalances joey's seriousness with some light relief and makes joey a bit of a lighter character as well i mean at the beginning i was a bit unsure about her like i thought oh she's been put here to be annoying and frustrating but as as her character developed after the cup you know first couple of episodes you see oh actually she's got a bit of a a toxic relationship with the Mm -hmm. mother uh and some of the and she's putting on a facade and actually these are things that are masking insecurities and other things and she's you know become more complex um but yeah i really like her she's fitted in well into the group yeah i think they do a really good job of bringing her into the show and the first couple episodes it's a little difficult and i think it's supposed to be because joey is annoyed by her and not friends with her in the beginning so and that's a very common thing that happens with roommates especially like when you're in college you have no say in who you get roomed with which by the way I just want to make a quick comment that their room, they're like where they're living. <laughs> I'm curious if anyone can answer. Are those what like, because I think uh, Worthington is supposed to be like Harvard. Are those what the rooms look like at Harvard, guys, or whatever? Someone tell me because that's crazy. Like, it looks amazing. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, Audrey is a really interesting character. I like her dynamic with... Pa- with Pacey um they're developing that that like friendship now with her and Pacey and everything like that so I think that's really Mm -hmm. interesting um but yeah I just kind of wanted to talk about her first and I love Busy Phillips I just love her I think she's amazing yeah she's familiar to me from quite a few things but Mm -hmm. was was she in the the one of the the second final destination movie I think that was her I know she was in Maybe Freaks and Geeks. Did you ever watch Freaks and Geeks? No, I didn't. I'm just checking her IMDb. I've yeah. heard that's really good. That's with like Seth Rogen. And when you yeah, them, when you get it? a break from teen shows and can take on a teen <laughs> show again, it's only like 18 right. episodes, and then it was okay. Done. She was in okay. I'll, yeah, I'll get to that. Yeah, once I've had some adult yes. time, I need some yeah. adult. Well, Mad Men, you know, that's more. Oh, yeah. um, oh is that an announcement? Oh. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> uh, she was in the movie "I Feel Pretty" with Amy Schumer, yes. which um, uh, F and I watched in New York when we were like trying to kill time on our last day before mm-hmm. catching a flight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we loved it. We thought mm-hmm. it was so funny. I guess a five point six on here, but uh, but I think that's not. IMDb is really fair. harsh. Like there are movies that I love that are on there that are just like really low ratings. So. Yeah, yeah, can be subjective. 
Uh, I'm trying to see. Okay, she was she's on Cougar in Town, ER a bit. Which, like, you know, if people were into it, they were into it. If not, yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, so maybe it's just that. The, um, she was in White Chicks. Pretty, Did you ever so. see White Chicks? White Chicks. Yeah, I've that's seen probably White Chicks, the yeah. thing that you know her from. Is so. she like one of the three? Yeah, the three friends, and one of them is Dexter's sister, and is she yes. one of them? Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Got you. Got you. Got you. Yeah, it's probably that. But yeah, she's good, and she she gives a she gives good performances, and I like her. And the stuff that's going on with Pacey, it feels very much like that's going to end up as mm-hmm. a relationship. Mm-hmm. I, I would that I would. I would predict that, but uh, okay, and I think well, that would be nice. Yeah. Do you want to talk about Pacey next then? Because, like, honestly, Audrey, the biggest thing for her, I think she's an incredible friend, but it takes time for you to realize that as the season develops. I mm-hmm. think she's hilarious and, like, brings a great mm-hmm. energy to the show, especially that yin and yang that she has with Joey. Um, And I also like that her and Joey are not, like, actively competing for guys or anything weird like that mm-hmm. um and i also think there's like a vulnerability to her especially the stuff with her mother but now in these like later latest episodes that we've watched you're kind of seeing a little bit more to her where she's talking about like oh relationships are intense because you have to like deal with your feelings and you know go through so i i just um i love audrey i'm excited to keep watching her character develop but also like that's kind of all, you know, that's going on with her right now. She's just kind of like, she's, I wouldn't say she's a side character. I would say she's now a main part of the cast, but they haven't really dug deep into her as much yet. Yeah, for sure. She hasn't had, she's had some storylines that have been predominant, but she hasn't quite had like whole episodes that are kind of centered around her storyline and progression, but I could see that coming in. So, yeah. Well, she's just slowly integrating herself into the group as well, we're seeing. She's just becoming friends with everyone. She's just got that bubbly personality that just, she's like, I'm going to be friends with you. I'm going to be friends with, you know, like, I, I, which I love. I love those types of people in life. So, you know. Um, so Pacey. Let's start with Pacey. This is one of my favorite storylines in the show. Which, which is... the restaurant. Yeah, Pacey finding he's good at something other than mm-hmm. just sailing which you know he he it was amazing that he brought the true love to life and back to life and sailed and everything like that but the story of pacey finding cooking by chance because he basically needed a job and then it turns out he's really really good at it is just i don't know i it, it's very wholesome to me it's very beautiful yeah, it's nice, and it gives him, uh, it gives a different side to what you can do after high school, and the fact that he's not going to college, but yeah, yes. he's still being successful in something else that's more practical, and that's kind of always been his situation: is that he can apply himself and do, you know, um, the more theory and and those kind of school based subjects but actually he's been better at doing physical practical things mm-hmm. and cooking is exactly that but while being creative at the same time mm-hmm. so yeah it's good and um the in i didn't see i didn't see the twist which i should have seen about the 
the head chef that was having the affair with um, the waitress. I should have seen that, but I didn't. And then he kind of gets used within all of that. That was so upsetting for him. Like, that was rough. Um, For sure. That I really liked that storyline because I don't know about you, but sometimes in in like adulthood, and now that's what they're they're young adults now, right? Mm-hmm. Things like that happen, but you're not involved with them, and you have to proxy deal with them, and it's kind mm-hmm. of it's kind of little tests of your morality in that sense too, mm-hmm. and that's what I think that's what Pacey was facing, where he was like. He he seemed, and look, I would say Pacey's one of the most morally gray characters on this show. He does have a sense of right and wrong, but he also, like, slept with his teacher. He <laughs> can see, like, you know, he can see things from all angles. Like, I, I think him and Joey are both similar in that way. Whereas Dawson is, like, you know, always the good guy. Always on that, you know, end of the spectrum. Whereas Pacey can be like, no, I can see how things would be different. But I loved that when he was confronted with that moment of finding out that a mentor and a guy that he really looks up to is doing this to his wife. Mm-hmm. And that he was like, that's not cool at all. I'm really upset by this. Not just because I like the girl that he's sleeping with, but because it's just wrong to do that. And I had, and he had to lie to his wife. You know, it was just, it put him in a really shitty situation. And mm-hmm. I felt for him, but I respected how he handled it. Yeah, and also that he got past it as well, because yeah. uh, he's still... I was worried that he was just going to leave the his job, and that would sort of be it. And that would have been sad, because, um, you know, people make make mistakes and, and can learn and move on. And whether or not the... I forgot the, sh- the head chef's name. It's right, Danny, whether yeah. da- whether Danny actually did learn his lesson or not, you know, kind of remains to be seen. I guess. Right, that's but, the question because he's still a character within the show. Right. Yeah. But it's also that's his life to live, and you can still you can still like someone regardless of you know whether that he is. Pacey can still work there and still progress and still have a friendship with this person and mm. voice the fact that he's not happy with how they handled the situation. You I, know, you can. Yeah. I couldn't be friends with them. I. Are you kidding? Working there, sure. Having a professional relationship, sure. Like all of that, but I wouldn't be friends with them. I couldn't do it. Uh, not unless tough. the wife, like he told the truth, they dealt with it they're in therapy like whatever their personal way of dealing with it but to my knowledge the wife still doesn't know correct Mm, yeah right so you're still there's still deception there's still this messed up thing and this is just my personal opinion but i'd be like i'm not friends with you not if you can do that to someone that you claim to love Mm, it's difficult if if i had if i had a friendship or if if like with the wife or something Mm -hmm. so I was therefore being deceitful in some way by by being associated or something. I think that would cause a, a, an issue if it was someone else's situation. Um, and I've voiced how I feel about it. I'd kind. Of, I guess at some point I'd feel like 
that's their life to sort out um not not for me to be involved in but i guess it it would change the way you would see that person so it would affect the friendship i guess yeah maybe maybe in that sense of like oh we're friends but like we're not close Mm. we wouldn't be close anymore for sure yeah we're not we're not going for drinks after work you know Hell it's no. uh we're we're friendly at work and, and yeah that's kind yeah of i don't think i would treat them terribly you know but like i would just be like yeah we're, we're not we're not hanging out i'm not letting you into my life further you mm. know because i just would be and like, I get, that's not right i guess there's levels of of things isn't there like mm-hmm. if like if so if someone is like prejudiced that's that let's say for example and you find that out about someone then it's like well that's we I can't be friends with you in any shape or form because um or work with you because that that's something that goes it's it's deep rooted and goes beyond something I can't condone mm-hmm. with stuff like that it's like I don't condone adultery either mm-hmm. um but it's i guess it's like i don't know i'm not explaining it very well it's kind of there's there's levels isn't there of um but it's it's an interesting dilemma for the show and something that we hadn't had until this point because we're coming out of teenage storylines and going into you know adult had it in the very intimate way of like mitch and gail and stuff like that but we haven't had it in Mm. the these things happen in everyday life and you're going yeah. to have to figure out how to tackle them. You know? Yeah. It's just very different. Um, but I liked that storyline. And I liked... Mm. I mean, I don't like it because obviously it's it sucks. But I liked how Pacey dealt with it. And I liked that he didn't let it ruin his career either. You know, it was exactly. about to. Like you said, they, that's where it seemed like it was going. And then I was like, no, I'm going to stay. And that's good. And and I think of all of the characters, of like the, the younger characters, he's the one that's dealing with the most adult, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. situations because he's joined the workforce. Yes, and, absolutely. And where the other storylines are still as important, but they're, they're still like college-based. You know, Jack in a... Um, not a sorority. Frat. What is it? Frat Fraternity. house. Yeah. yeah. Right, it's like it's college based, but within it, it's deeper because mm-hmm. there's, um, you know, uh, homophobia and his mm-hmm. filling a quota and all of that stuff that we'll talk about. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jen's got like uh, relationship is- issues with Chad Michael Murray mm-hmm. at points and all of these other mm-hmm. things, but they're still kind of college based where he is yeah. dealing with like you're you're you've starting your a career now mm-hmm. and you go and you're running into these more adult-like situations yeah there's there's a little bit more of a sheltered life that they are living in the college years that pacey Mm. is not having um which also Mm. makes sense for his character he's never had that he's always been kind of on his own he doesn't have a supportive family um the people who treated him best were dawson and dawson's family and that's Mm -hmm. the thing that they definitely tackle as well of um him dealing with mitch you know uh one of we're we're gonna we're gonna dig we might just have to dig into that next but one of my favorite moments in this was how they had the like the flashbacks of mitch with each character and they had they had the actors playing themselves younger so like 
you know, Pacey was in the car and he was just looking at him and it was like, he, it's him now, but he's responding like he did when he was 16 and trying to get yeah, his driver's license that. and stuff like that. Yeah. And then I think in that moment you really feel like, oh yeah, this was like Pacey's dad too. Like it was the closest mm-hmm. thing he ever had to a father. And Mitch knew that. And I loved that they showed that in that moment that Mitch was like, I'm sorry your dad couldn't do this for you, but I'm here, you know? And that was just, that's how Mitch was. It was so, so shocking. Wait, just before we go on mm-hmm. to Mitch, just to say on Pacey. Yes. So it has, I can't remember. I feel like it's a bit ambiguous and it's probably going to happen in the next episode or it might have been, it might have happened and I just can't remember. But is he now living with Grams? Because his boat's been taken away. Like, he's not able to... We don't know. It's, it. it's still kind of up in the air. So Right, right, right. To be continued. Okay. Well, because... My, okay, that's it's coming back to me now. Sorry, it's been like a week or so since no, no, I no, it's fine. watched it's the episode. Fine. But my prediction there is that Jack and Pacey will get an apartment together. Oh, because cool. Because it, it will make sense. Because, yeah. uh, apart from the fact that they're friends and everything, but because... Jack's got his issues with the frat house that we'll talk about and uh, Pacey needs somewhere to live. And then also it gets Jack out of Grams's house because I think he's starting to feel a little bit um, like smothered there. Or he wants his own space, maybe. So Jack is... We'll talk about Jack in more detail because I think this is a difficult time for Jack, to say the least. Yeah, um, It's hard to watch his storyline this season so far. But... Okay, the big thing. Um, so you didn't see the Mitch coming, I assume. I did not see it coming at all. But when when there was suddenly the shot of him eating ice cream and the scoop was just a little bit too high and he was driving, I was like, oh my God. I was like, I, I could see. Now, did see you think he, he was... would die in that like moment? Or do you think, oh, he's just going to get in an accident and he's just going to like, it's everyone's going to rush to him, you know? I, well... I was hoping it was going to be that he was going to survive, but maybe some, it was going to also be plot driven in that maybe now he's in a wheelchair for six months or something. So yeah. Dawson's going to have to be home or something like that. Um, but I thought potentially he might die and I thought that'd be crazy if they killed him off because it wasn't it wasn't layered in like it was there was no right. warning, you know, Uh but there, and then when it happened, I was absolutely shocked. And and then I, I thought, oh no, it's going to be... Because when a main character like, like that dies, like Keith in One Tree Hill as our closest mm-hmm. example, the next like two or three episodes are so depressing. Like, I mean, they have to be. It's, it's really hard. Like, oh, yeah, so no, but yes, I didn't see it coming at all, and was upset by it did did you see it coming the first time you watched it no absolutely not it came out of the blue um it still upsets me when i watch it Mm. so i will say that this was not planned from the start this was not like a long-term plan that they had thought of john wesley ship um decided that he wanted to be written out of the show he did not feel that his character served a purpose anymore, that he served a purpose on there because they have gone to college. He was kind of like, I'm kind of done. So he was like, write me out of the show. So that's okay. why he was killed off. But did did he have any... 
fair enough. Did he have? Was there any like? There was no animosity or anything because that the I, way you've made that sound is kind of like I just want to move on and do other things. I I think that was what he wanted to do. I think he just wanted to do other things and not be tied to the contract, not be tied to the show. Um, I don't know if there was animosity. I would like to think there wasn't. I'm not 100% sure if anyone knows, send it in, because I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's... I always thought it was kind of weird that he was that way, because he was barely in the show anyway. And I was like, well, wh- like, why can't you just come on every once in a while and do like an episode as the parents? Yeah. But ultimately... I think it is a much better story because it's beautifully done. One of my favorite moments with him is when he's taking the picture with his family. And I guess this is supposed to be like a few months before he died because Dawson getting ready to go off to college. And like he has the camera on the tripod and he's going to collect it. And then he just stops and he looks around and you can see he's like, and he mentions it before. He's like, I'm a family man. That is the only thing I really will do with my life. Like, you're an artist. You're, like, you have all of these talents. You're going to do all of these things. And Mitch, I think, always dreamed of being that kind of man. But he never was. It just never was a thing for him. But the thing that he did, quote unquote, right with his life was he loved his wife. He loved his children. He took care of his family. Like, that he is a family man and in that moment he kind of stops and it's like he's having a a moment in his life where he's going i love my life this is beautiful look at this place look at where i live look at how lucky i am to have my son my daughter my wife and i loved that because we do have those moments in life where you just stop and yes you're going on the daily and like then he goes right back to his life like he goes right back into it But every once in a while, you have those moments where you just go, wow, like, I'm incredibly lucky. And you stop, and you pause, and you take it in, and then you go back to life, because you have to, because that's how life works. But I just thought that was beautifully shot, and there's not a single line spoken. He doesn't say anything. Mm. It's just the look that he has, where he's like, this is a beautiful life that I have. And it's heartbreaking, because we know it's about to end. But he doesn't know that. He's just living in that moment and happy. Yeah. 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 Very well put. And it is really sad. And it makes you realize how uh, much of a foundation character he is. Because he's been mm-hmm. there since the very first episode. And yeah, it's uh, it was a big shock. It kind of like Keith in One Tree Hill. In that you never yeah. expected him to go either. And uh, he also was you know someone that gave like fatherly advice and was like a good role model and etc so yeah i'm looking at our notes real quick to see if there was anything specifically about mitch from listeners just saying mitch dying is not the saddest thing you did and and you said you didn't see it coming so yeah we had questions about whether you saw it coming or not i don't i mean how could you like it was mm-hmm. very random. He was fighting with Dawson. You were like, okay, this storyline's going to go on for a little while because they're arguing about X, Y, and Z. And then it just comes out of nowhere. And I remember that. I always remember these things from the season. Him dying in that 
crash and the way that it happens. I remember the cut, the harsh cut in the next episode to Dawson doing dishes. Something mm-hmm. about that scene and like the baby's crying and everything's chaos. And he's angry. And you can see the anger in every movement. You can see it all across his face. I remember that. And then I remember the the way that James Vanderbeek acts. Like, I think this is the best acting he's done on this show. Hands down. But when he's has the flashback scene with Mitch. And it's like, oh, did you enjoy your 10th birthday or whatever? And he's like, yeah, mm-hmm. I did. And, like, he's got that light little voice of, like, a child. He changes his voice. He changes the way that he moves. He changed like, he is really like method in that moment and i just loved it i thought it was beautiful and heartbreaking and wonderful yeah that was a nice moment i thought all of that like you said Domenego, it was all really well done and then it's really interesting to where it's taking dawson but i just have to ask a question mm-hmm. because someone commented or um, and wrote in mm-hmm. and i wanted to check with you because obviously i don't i don't want to ask people too many things in case i get spoiled right. but did uh, this listener said that he said she said mate most of the cast members or some of the cast members or the main ones said that they won't even watch season five and season six because they don't like it that much or because they didn't think it was good and I and which is crazy to me but my question is do you did you have you heard that before and if so who is it like who who did not like enjoy these seasons I don't know. I'd have to look into that. That's really interesting. I don't... I mean, the show changes, but I don't think it's... I will say season five is better than season six. I will say that. Okay. Um, based Once again, based off of memory. But I don't... I don't know. I'll have to look into that a little bit more. But it was more because I was wondering if I could then note it in their like performance. If, if someone's like potentially feel it like looking yeah. a bit lackluster or whatever but i didn't get any of that like it looked like everyone was enjoying it and, and giving it their all so mm-hmm. yeah i i mean i i was shocked i thought we would see like a lot of like drop in quality but so far the quality is still great to me i think it's just it's different we have different completely different settings um we have a new environment. We have the characters have changed. I think we can't underestimate. <laughs> we can't underestimate how much people hate that that Joey and Pacey are not together. Like, like let's be honest. That's that's a reason why fans are really upset right now. Like when we're talking about season five with what we've seen and right. everything, that they okay. have just gone to friendship and mutual respect and everything. Joey's love life is love life. We'll get into this is a fucking mess. Like, <laughs> um, and Pacey's is a mess as well. Like in his, he's kind of just like sleeping around, doing whatever, you know. Uh, he kind of has a girlfriend, that one girl from the boat. Mm-hmm. But like beyond that, I don't know. He's just he's. I think that. I think that they broke them up for a reason. Um. And it's a valid reason. But I also think that there, once he gets his life together, 
like he has it together right now where we're where we're, we have stopped there's always that moment where you're like well, why aren't they together i mean i think about that all the time when i'm watching this why aren't they together like and and the answer is they're not supposed to be you know but like it's it's not easy when you love those two characters together so much to accept that yeah. Uh, well, I th- yes, I I think well, I I have a prediction about season six as well. What okay. where it will go? Obviously, I don't know where how this one's season five is going to end yet. But I I think that when they finally end the show in the finale, it's either got to be it's Joey and Pacey together, or it's Joey with neither of them. I don't think it can be Joey and Dawson. Mm-hmm. I think I think the point of the show is going to be that there aren't that there isn't just one soulmate for everyone. There can be you know more than that. I think that's what the point is going to be. But we'll mm-hmm. see. I'd be surprised if it ends as Joey mm-hmm. and Dawson, which is yeah. not what I thought at the beginning of the show. Right, absolutely. It it changes completely. The show completely ships in season three um, in the best way possible, as we've seen. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, and they kind of Mitch and Gail are linked. You know, Gail is is struggling with the loss of Mitch, but she's learning to be a widow and mother. Um, and then she's also pushing Dawson to live his own life at the same time. I love that for her. I love that character development of like her strength she lost the love of her life and she's devastated but she's moving forward what else can she do you know mm-hmm. um <clears throat> well should, should we talk about how that in how like dawson's storyline and how he's I been was gonna impacted. say yeah we're, we're i mean there's so many things that dawson goes through with this but i feel like one thing I want to say about Dawson is I'd be shocked to hear if people hate Dawson in this season of what we've seen so far because I think this is from a perspective of him as a person his best season. I think that well, he's our, become a man. Like like uh, legit. Our man Ed um, thinks oh. that we hate Dawson, or thinks that everyone hates Dawson except for him, yeah. which is not true. Which is not true. I like Dawson. We're just critical um, of Dawson, but this is the best <laughs> Dawson I think has ever been on this show. Yeah, I mean, at the be- it was interesting when he was at uh, USC at the beginning, and then he was on the set, and he was like reading through the script mm-hmm. and talking to the director and whatever. And I thought, oh, okay, this is how this is going to go. We're going to see Dawson in California mm-hmm. following his directing dreams, and then we're going to have the rest in Boston doing doing their individual things as well. And I thought, okay, that would be cool because I am interested in what he's going to do. And I thought, and also it's called Dawson's Creek, so we got to stick with Dawson, you know? right? Of course. And then straight away he did the um, he called the director out, which was a great scene, and uh, you know got kicked off set. I thought, okay, well from that maybe he's going to get some notoriety somehow, and he's going to be propelled into a different opportunity because he stood up to the director and whatever. And no, it turned into him going home saying he, yeah. he, this isn't for him. He wants to you know whatever whatever drop out. Uh, yeah, and then Mitch is ashamed of him, or not ashamed of him, sorry, disappointed with him. Yeah. And and then obviously 
and that's a very common thing kids go to college they're there for like two months they hate it they go home it's a thing that happens so i think it's a very realistic story um but i i think mitch's concern is two things one he's trying to push him to give it a little more time which is fair like that's very fair and i kind of agree with mitch in that sense um two he doesn't want him doing it for a girl I mean, mm-hmm. considering Dawson is 18 years old, also good advice, you know. Um, he doesn't, I understand he knows what he wants, but like, I mean, doing it for a girl or his friends, you know, because he also mm-hmm. is like, oh, my friends are here. And, you know, Mitch is like, you'll make new friends. <laughs> like, come on. This is your dream. Yeah. Yeah. And he doesn't want him to give up on his dream that he's, you know, getting to to realize or it's starting you know that's like the start of his trajectory so that was really interesting and then yes the way that dawson feels guilty and feels like he can't leave uh his mom or leave gail which i mean that would be difficult to leave your mum is now a widow and she's got like a, a baby you know, and she has the restaurant tough. still that's their their source of income and everything so dawson is like going to help you know later in the season he's like going to take care of the restaurant and stuff like that and you realize oh he's just like had to kind of abandon himself to take care of his family which to be i mean <laughs> to be real i mean part of me thinks i mean obviously it's right he needs to go live his own life but maybe you would i mean maybe not 18 year old me would think this but you know 34 year old me would think you need to i would you would stay home and you would wait yeah. a few years and help I, your mom at out least and a then year. Win. yeah i would have lived there at least a year but yeah he's he's kind of pushed to go live his life i respect gail for that um mm. and he's not that far away i think they've implied it's like 45 minute drive or something like that. right that was going to be my that was going to be my question like is it supposed to be like an hour away or something because it doesn't ever get like stated it's supposed but... to be like less than an hour yeah yeah not right. that far off so mm-hmm. uh, cape side is not a real place but i think it's just supposed to be like a little small town outside of boston i don't know maybe a few hours maybe like two hour drive it, it, it wouldn't be that bad um it's reasonable enough that like the characters can go home for a weekend type of thing yeah and he's going into boston for uh therapy sessions and stuff yeah so it's not unreasonable to just go into boston from wherever mm-hmm. cape side is yeah uh, and then he also mitch had submitted him into the film festival which he yeah. wins and that was a really nice moment and he makes a friendship with the the guy that's at the oliver college Oliver, sorry, yeah, yep. that's at the college at, at, in Boston. And then also, uh, while he's there, he um, is deflowered by Jen. He is. She, I <laughs> fucking love Dawson and Jen together. I ship them. I do. They're amazing. <laughs> They're so good together. Well, it, How do you it, feel about it them? Makes, it makes sense because it, it wasn't until it was happening. It was like, oh, well, actually, this makes sense because... That's how the show started. She re-enters yeah. into Capeside and he's like besotted with her from his sort of childhood crush. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you you kind of forget that as the show goes on. Then you realize, and then it was like, oh yeah, well of course this was kind of this was Dawson's first 
um, romance, mm-hmm. right? Because he didn't see Joey in that light to begin mm-hmm. with. So, oh yeah, I like it. Well, this is important it. too. I always thought it was, it made sense that even though Dawson and Joey, in theory, should lose their virginity to each other, that they don't. Like, like that mm-hmm. always, because it was such a buildup in those first few seasons. It was like, oh, are they going to have sex? Are they going? And then like, the fact that like she loses her virginity to Pacey and he loses his virginity to Jen is, I think, amazing. Like, I think that's a great story because it's your expectations versus the reality of life, and yeah, you know. Dawson and Joey were on this path back to each other, and then life happened, and he just couldn't they, couldn't be with her. They shouldn't be in Graham's house together. And I just realized, as we I was thinking here, that 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 maybe that won't work out because they're just starting to date and whatever. They shouldn't be living together, even though they're not in the same room. So I think that they've already had this dynamic. Do- you know, of like in the bathroom and stuff like that, like little, little arguing, you know? Yeah. So I don't, maybe they'll just leave it and it will be fine. But I, I feel like maybe Dawson should get the apartment with Pacey. Maybe mm-hmm. that would be nice. So yeah. I don't know. He might go into that fray, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's, it's good. I like it. I think it works. And it throw at that like awkward dinner where, at Grams' house I where love Pacey's that cooking. episode. I love that episode. I love like bottle episode well not it's not a bottle episode, but like one setting and every character mm-hmm. has to deal with each other in this one place. I just I love it. I love writing like that. I, I enjoyed that one and I also enjoyed like the Halloween one where they're telling the That ghost one was stories. scary. That's I think that's <laughs> the scariest Halloween episode that they do on this show. Especially the mm. the one that I always remember is Jen in the um, in the studio when like the hanging mm-hmm. you know when Graham scared them, which I assume all of those stories are just like they took a time when they were freaked out and then they're telling the story and of course they're making yeah. it dramatic and and bullshit you know it's it's all exactly. bullshit it was fun yeah. you know yeah I like that and and speaking of settings I like. I like Grams's house, and yeah. I. It makes me jealous because I didn't have I didn't have the best uh, university experience. I was kind of lonely, and was yeah. I had a friend group, but they weren't friends that represented the things that I. That's not. The, I'm not explaining it very well. They they weren't friends. They weren't friends that I have now. Um, but they they weren't people that. Uh, radiated my same kind of aura. That's right, such, right. That's and I think that's kind a, of what yeah. Jack is experiencing, right? Like exactly, yeah, exactly. I feel a kingship to to him in that way. Yeah. Not that we're going through the same things because he's being alienated uh, out through his sexuality, um, and that you know that wasn't I mean, the case with kind me. Kind of. He also is kind of just becoming a dick and facing the consequences of becoming a dick. Like That's true. That's some true. of it is homophobia and some of it is you're not being the best version of yourself and there are consequences right. to that. But I think, yeah, 100%. And I think at that point, I definitely wasn't being the best version of myself yeah. either. And I think the people that were around me were people that uh, it was channeling. It wasn't their fault. It's me making my own decisions, how I live my life. But it was 
people that uh, just weren't, they weren't good influences on me, but they just wasn't good for my energy, for my inner peace, you know? Yeah, and absolutely. sometimes that's things as you mature, you get older, you understand yourself better and you know to treat certain people with distance and keep positive people around you you know like you lex you're you're my peoples you know and dom and the -hmm. people that we have in our um podcast community you know ravens listeners all of those Mm -hmm. this is why it's such like a lovely community because you feel comfortable truly being yourself you know and so i really felt a kingship to jack's storyline and my point is is that i wish i had lived in graham's house when I went to university yeah. and I wish that that was my setting and those I would were my never, friend groups as well. I would well. never want to move out of that house like he does. I understand <laughs> why he's doing it, but I'm like, no, I would want the like the cozy security of, and then like, I love that Grams is just lightly used now. Every once in a while, she's brought in to like help them through things and to help them deal mm-hmm. with things, but she's just also off living her own life. I love that for Grams, you know? Yeah, I like that too. And I, and I like because when I was at university, we lived in like just horrible places and houses and whatever. Mm-hmm. And I used to come home every weekend to my, my parents' house and be like, oh, okay, the comfort of like, you a know, nice. Home. Yeah, exactly. Not just somewhere you're just staying for a few nights a week and just, you know, partying and whatever. It's, it's like, um, and like I tried to leave in the third year to just be at home and it caused all this stuff and my like housemates wouldn't let me leave and this whole thing and and Ethany went through a similar thing as well and it's kind of um so some of these things is like when I watched this season it was bringing up some of these like not very nice memories but what it was making me which is fine you know it's part of life of you know like we said you learn you move on Mm -hmm. you, you know it's all part of life but what I was thinking was I just wish I had a friend group that at that time that was this lovely and so nice to be part of right. and in such a lovely place. So in my mind now, when I think of university, I'm going to think that I went to, wait, what's it called? Worthington. Um, there's Boston Bay College, which the other ones go to. Everyone else goes to Boston. Um, and then Worthington is where Joey and Audrey go. Right. So I'd probably be at the other one. <laughs> and, <laughs> Same. And I li- No, I'd and, probably be at the film school the... that Dawson ends up going to. That's where I would have Oh, been. there we go. Yeah. There we go. But but we all live at Graham's house. Yes. So it's all absolutely. good. So well, you, even Audrey, me... during the dinner party episode, Audrey's like, do you guys even realize how lucky you are to have this? Like, how many mm. people don't have this? And I was like, thank you. Thank you for saying that, Audrey, because they are not aware of how lucky they are. They really aren't. Until she For says real. that, and then they have that moment where they're like, oh, yeah, we are. Like, Audrey's like, no, I, I kind of came here and I don't have any friends. I found them, but I didn't have anyone. And they have their entire support system built in. Um, but wait, well, wait, who are we going to put in our in our Graham's house? So you, ooh, me, who else can we put Matt in there? Matt Dom. Matt Dom. F needs to go in there. She, I was going to say, she, yeah. Um... Hmm. I feel like I feel like that would be a very crowded house already though. That's that's some full house vibes. <laughs> I think Are that's we bringing the baby? <laughs> yeah, we can bring him. It's fine. That'd be a great storyline. Yeah, yeah. Got the baby. Yeah, that'd be mine. Yeah, that'd be mine and F storyline. I'd probably drop out. 
and yeah. I'll, I'll go work. I could be pacey. I'll go work. I'm a terrible cook, but I'll learn. I could mm-hmm. be a busboy. Well, you got to chop those onions. That's that's how you do it, you know. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Well, good. That's how. Or potatoes. That's how I'm going to imagine it, wasn't it? Yeah. Anyway, um, so just finishing off Dawson's storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, he's gone through this grieving process that's incredibly important and now he's getting back into film and he's going to be mm-hmm. directing a movie with Oliver and that's mm-hmm. very interesting this dynamic of him coming back to what I've, I've said before on the show is his true love you know and it's him he had a problem with not directing something that he'd written um, yes. which is I, I mean I get it but most directors don't write yes. their stuff. You know, there's only a few that like Quentin Tarantino that I can think of that, you know, write, write yeah. all of it. Yeah, like everything that they it's sort just, of do. It's just not something he's ever considered. Sometimes I've thought, oh, does Dawson just want to be a screenwriter? And I think this is his first realization that he's can do that and that it would be a fun and mm. interesting challenge. But I think he was just scared, you know? And, yeah, and you're right. On. And you're right. It's like him getting his first love passion back, mm-hmm. which is great. So yeah, I'm excited to see where he goes. I've been enjoying him as a character. So yeah, it's been really good. I mean, the the bits that like I really want to talk about is like Jen, the Jen, and you know well, Chad stuff. Of we course. of course yes. Well, why don't we talk about because we we were going on the path of Jack. So let's talk about oh, Jack. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. I kind of love how this breaks so many stereotypes for, like, especially we're talking about, you know, how revolutionary it is that a gay man, openly gay man, is, like, one of the main characters on a TV show like this. And then to put Mm -hmm. him in a situation where he's in, like, a frat house, which is traditionally very straight, male, womanizing, that type of thing. Um, he, He, so he ends up breaking up with Toby, I believe. They did break up, right? That was right? sad. Yeah, like yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. He just never showed up. It was kind of fucked. Um, yeah, but I understood it at the same time. I was like, "Well, Jack's on his own little path now." I, I do wonder. I'm very curious. You think Jack's being a little hoe? You think he's sleeping around a lot? Like, I think, I think Jack didn't lead. Like, I think he's, <laughs> I think he's finding all the boys in Boston, and I think that's why he's, he was like, "All right, I'm done with Toby." Yeah, I think he's he's going through that that kind of transition into suddenly having all these opportunities and not knowing when to say no yes. or maybe not saying no at all. Yeah. And I think yeah, I think that's probably true. And I think it's sad, but it's like he maybe he met Toby too young. Like maybe yeah. if he he needed to, he needs to go through this kind of phase or this uh transition let's say and then if he had met that maybe it will happen maybe Mm -hmm. he'll come back to toby yeah yeah like after college but that was sad i really like toby so yeah yeah. i did too but you know toby is a little bit older and is ready for that kind of relationship and jack is not in any way i have also always assumed that jack and that toby was the first man that jack ever slept with um Mm -hmm. and i don't know if toby had been with a lot of other men i have a feeling he's just like you know had a couple relationships maybe one two i don't know but like for jack that was opening up his world 
and for toby mm-hmm. it was like became his world like like it was yeah oh I, this is it we're we're just like gonna be in love and happy and jack was kind of like oh i can do anything now like i'm not afraid you know he was so afraid to kiss a man to do like he's had that such strong fear and then he's finally like it is it is basically like he lost his virginity you know like it's a whole Mm -hmm. new world for him even though technically he had had sex with a woman once before like it's different so Mm -hmm. um yeah and now he's you know and and I don't think there are a lot of gay guys. I don't think like there are a lot of gay guys necessarily like in the circles of the frat. But like when he joins the frat, they're kind of like, oh, we're going to get you guys or like, you know, they're kind of like, yeah, (laughs) whatever. Like they don't they don't want to be a part of it. There is that little homophobia that is an issue within a culture like that. But for the most part, they are pretty supportive. Like Mm, they are. I, I so yeah i was and i was always waiting for the catch like i thought okay Mm -hmm. this is kind of almost too good to be true for jack you know in this time and like he to begin with he thinks that they don't know that he's gay yes and then they're they're like yeah we know that's actually why we want you and then it's like a a wait is it that you just want me because i'm gay to like fill the quota and they're kind of like well yeah we do because we want to fill the quota but also because we really like you and we think you you'll be a cool addition to the house and whatever and so there's always this kind of seed of doubt in your mind that are they just using him and there's also the seed of doubt in his mind i think that he feels like is he being used yeah but then he's also having a lot of fun he's having too much fun he's he fails multiple classes and as we see him now he's like drinking excessively and on academic probation and when they basically like are are kind of threatening him the one guy i can't remember his name who's like the leader of the frat he's kind yeah, of like no you, you what oh, no, i just said yeah i know yeah. who you mean he he's kind of like uh no you have to get your academic stuff together because we have it's very important for us to keep our fraternity gut like because you can get huge trouble for things like that um and jack is like offended by this almost and i'm like dude you're in college like i don't understand what is going through jack's mind with all of this mm-hmm. yeah i think I mean, again, I can feel a kinship here because mm-hmm. this sort of this sort of thing happened to me as well. Um, you just get caught up in the social side of things and not that interested in the academic side. And I think, in some ways, I think we've said this before, or I've said this before. I feel like I've said it to you. Maybe, maybe it's a dom, but I feel like eighteen is too young to yeah to, to do this. Like, I think you actually need a couple years like working or experience or just traveling or whatever and then go back to this when it's like you're really into it when you're making when you want decisions exactly exactly when like like what like what you've been doing right you Mm -hmm. you you've chosen to do it when you definitely so you you don't mess around with it it's Mm -hmm. like this is actually what i'm going to do and especially in the uk i mean i don't know if it's different over there but People just go because it's a rite of passage that you just Same. go yeah. when you're 18 and you go and you party and, and whatever mm-hmm. and you come out three years later with a ton of debt yep. and a Same degree here. that 
you know, it doesn't some a lot of the time it's not even relevant to what you're doing. Like my degree has nothing to do with my career. Same. I don't even bother stating it on anything. It's like it's, it does I, nothing. I put my degree so. down in that I I'm like I have degrees, but like I they, it doesn't mm. have any any relevance towards my yeah. My it's like job. it's like I'm I'm educated to this level, but it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like and uh, yeah, it's so. I mean, obviously, I I have a son, and at some point he will uh want to he will want to do one of these things and he can do whatever he wants to do but i think i will just let him know that like the most impactful thing that happened to me in those three years was traveling and working abroad like mm-hmm. when I, I used to come and work at in the summer camps in america that was way more educational and impactful and important to me than university was and i know that that's just my experience i'm sure there's tons of people where like Dom, for example, university was the best years of his life. He yeah. loved it. Um, and, you know, so it's it's to each their own story. But I could definitely... And they're doing a pretty good job at displaying, you know, the variations in this show. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I think they're... Sh- I mean, Jack is having fun. He's just not... I think he's losing sight, a little bit of sight of who he is at the same time which yeah. is upsetting um and then he's also got this like riff at times with jen and i hate that mm-hmm. like i i don't like them having these moments at all one of the and then one of the worst parts of the season i think for jack yeah this bar fight that they kind of end on is terrible mm-hmm. um he injures himself he makes an ass out of himself he could have gotten pacey fired as pacey says he gets kicked out of the frat, basically. Um, they, <clears throat> when he has that party that he he takes the girls to, and he's basically offering Audrey up. Mm-hmm. That is one of the worst things that has happened on this show. It is truly fucking terrible. The fact that he's like, yeah just keep going you'll get her whatever and like the way joey looks at him i was like yep that's how he deserves to be looked at right now he deserves Mm -hmm. to have to be embarrassed and feel like shit and audrey forgives him very quickly for it she really does i think i would have taken a lot longer to forgive him in that sense uh i just Mm -hmm. think that's a, a sign of audrey's character that she's like no i get it like you know she just ends up being forgiving because i think she's just a person who sees a lot of different perspectives and is just that that kind of person a very forgiving and and you know understanding because she's like oh life's weird things happen whatever you move on you know um but he was such a dick i hated him in that episode i thought it was gonna be worse than what happened i thought it was gonna be like the guy they were gonna uh maybe start to be like having sex or something or going towards like the bedroom Mm -hmm. and then she would like be like actually no and then he would be like no actually yes and you know it goes down a really dark i'm glad they didn't do that because that would have been i think too dark but Mm. um i'm glad that they showed how this environment can be so toxic and also jack is drinking a lot i think that needs to be addressed like, all of these moments yeah. where he's really having problems, he's drinking a lot. And that's yeah, common. And, and, and in that moment there as well, his, his intention is to um, 
is to like show off, you know, mm-hmm. and to impress his like new friends at the uh, detriment of, you know, yeah, like you said, sort of serving up one of his friends, which yeah, it's bad. Yeah, it was it was terrible. But I, I, you know, do you have any predictions about Jack before we move on to to Jen's story? I mean, he's he's got to get better. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that he will get better, and I think getting out of that house and that environment will be good for him. Mm-hmm. But maybe he's going to go down a little bit further before going mm-hmm. up. You know, hit hit bottom and then come up. Um, so yeah, maybe oh oh maybe a visit. Um, maybe a visit from his sister, like bring mm. her back for an episode. That could be interesting to sort of ground True him. True North, maybe. yeah, yeah, type of thing. That could be interesting. But I mean, the the thing is, is you know, people do dumb things and make mistakes and whatever, and especially at this kind of age, you know. Um, so, like, I don't think, I don't think he's gone. He hasn't gone to a point of being on. Unf- anything being too unforgivable yes, I agree. you know he can definitely bring it back so, i think that's what um, pacey got across in that where he's like you can kind of you know like you need to be aware of what you're doing here but this isn't you you can kind of you can come back from this you know yeah. yeah yeah so there we go okay jen and chad michael murray did you know that chad michael murray was on this show i can't remember if you knew I- that yeah, I knew that he appeared at some point, and I also I know that Hillary Burton appears at some point, but I she don't does. know in what fashion. I, I will warn you that when Hillary Burton appears on the show, it's like quick cameo type of appearance. It is not because remember Hillary Burton was like not a big actress at this time. She was on TRL, so mm-hmm. she's not like as big, you know. Chad Michael Murray yeah. was. I think it was, I'm not 100% sure. I actually want to look it up on IMDb now. Um, It was, I believe it was this, and then Gilmore Girls. And then he was offered, I'm sure you know this, but he was offered the OC and One Tree Hill at the same time, and he chose One Tree Hill. Mm -hmm. Um, But now I want to double check and see, did he get this first or Gilmore Girls? Because like what well, he was de- very he was in more epi- he was in more episodes of this than I was expecting mm-hmm. and potentially he might come back and whatever but uh, I thought he was going to be in like two or three episodes maximum so I was surprised that he was been in he is in so many oh he was actually I got it reversed he was on Gilmore Girls from two thousand to two thousand and one this was two thousand one that we're watching. And then he ends up in 2003 doing One Tree Hill. So it was Gilmore Girls, this show, and then One Tree Hill is his path there. So he comes into the show as a love interest for Jen, which we mm-hmm. I'm a fan of because Jen doesn't always <laughs> get all of the, the love interest, you know, dynamic. Mm-hmm. Other mm-hmm. than, obviously, Dawson in the beginning. Um... And they kind of start things as a hookup, and then it's kind of like, oh, he's my boyfriend or whatever, but I guess he doesn't agree with that, because Mm -hmm. he's a philandering little bitch. Anyway. (laughs) He's in a band. He comes in with his little floofy hair. I love his hair in this, by the way. I know we talk extensively Mm -hmm. in the One Tree Hill universe about 
the um the many haircuts that chad michael murray has i think his hair looks great in this it's a little longer yeah it's good this is this is vintage murray right Mm -hmm. here you know he has of course a shirtless appearance he also has a naked in the hallway another thing one tree hill did that took from this literally the same actor and the same thing happened (laughs) yeah stole his clothes but in in I guess in One Tree Hill he's like the victim, and in Dawson's Creek he was like he, getting what he deserved. Oh, for being absolutely! A yeah, yeah. Know? It is a different circumstantial thing, but I thought it was hilarious that they even they even show him the same way. Like mm-hmm. he's like he took what it was like a poster off the wall or something and protected himself in the same way, like he did with the basketballs in that like infamous shot on One, one Tree Hill, mm-hmm. what, what the second episode or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what do you think of him what do you think of his character what do you think about his dynamic with jen and eventually joey is <laughs> yeah well i think i thought it was um it's interesting to see him play the douche right mm-hmm. because he was offered nathan's part originally in one tree hill and then he mm-hmm. gravitated to lucas because yeah. it was more representative of his actual life he's a douche on gilmore so, Girls too by the way i don't know if you've seen that okay but yeah no no okay well yeah well he plays a douche well Mm -hmm. um and (laughs) and he's sort of angling for the threesome before he gets put into the hallway was bold i can't (laughs) believe he went for that he's like why don't we all i'm like dude really this is your hail mary at the end how did why did he think that would work why did he think that? i guess well i guess he thought that they both like him so there's only one more way for them to like. If if they can then like each other, then everyone's winning, right? Charlie so. Todd thinks his dick is magic. I have no other way of saying this. <laughs> the fact that he was like, I'm going to get both of these girls at once. I'm like, dude, you just cheated on both of them. Mm-hmm. I don't, it's well, not that magical, bud. It can't be. I <laughs> I knew it wasn't going to work out and that they were sort of playing him which mm-hmm. was great and that's how how it should have played out. Um so yeah, I mean I, I and then him hitting on Joey. Yeah. She kissed him. She kissed him, right? She so did, I mean yeah. that's kind of it's kind of an odd thing. I kind of in that moment was like, "Oh my god, Joey's kissing Lucas." What an odd. I know. I was so <laughs> excited for you to have that moment where you're like, "I'm sorry." <laughs> Why is Lucas kissing both Joey Potter and Jen Lindley, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. at various times in this? So, yeah, yeah he's... I, I, I liked it. He's a terrible character, like, but I thought it was a good performance. But he's and, also uh, Chad Michael Murray, yeah. so he has that charm. And he's like, mm-hmm. hey, like, I, you know, you know, he's like, he's doing his little <laughs> squinty eye, vulnerable boy. But in this show, he's just fucking lying. Whereas Lucas is a genuine character who just makes mistakes, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. In this one, he's just a complete snake. Um, and Gilmore Girls, I will say, is like a mixture of the two. Like, he can be a complete asshole, but he does have vulnerability that, like, mm-hmm. if you're casting Lucas Scott, you would... If you're casting Nathan, you would go based off of this show. If you're casting Lucas, you would see how he was on Gilmore Girls. Like, when he has these little moments of vulnerability and go, oh, that's why we want him to be Lucas. So that mm-hmm. one's an interesting mix of the two of them, if you ever watch it. And he's on quite a few episodes. Um, yeah. <clears throat> well, he has star power, I think. You can tell. Like, when yeah. watching him, you're like, oh, okay. Now, you could imagine him. You could imagine producers being like, oh, okay, we could make him a lead 
in something else, you know, yeah. because he's quite he's, he just kind of is good on screen. Like it just kind of works, doesn't no, it? No, so. he definitely like he's definitely great. Um and I liked seeing him play this character, this douchey character. Mm. Um I I obviously I liked seeing Jen just kind of like hooking up with a dude and kind of seeing the realistic thing of like, yeah, people are deceptive and terrible. She's encountered that before, obviously, but you know, it's just it's just fun to to see that dynamic. It's heartbreaking for her at the same time, but like it also leads her down the road of being with the guy that she actually wants to be with. So sometimes you have to go through the jerks to see, you know, the beautiful person in front of you that you actually end up being with. So Yeah, it, kiss a few frogs. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So Jen, Jen's storyline is obviously so linked to to Charlie and then Dawson, um, but she's also doing her own thing. Like, I love the radio station. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, also, she's mm-hmm. making like references to music that like is definitely like she is indie for that time. Like she is listening to. She talks about Tenacious D at one point. This is two thousand one. Mm-hmm. The fact that she knows who Tenacious D is is like Jen Lilly's cool as fuck. Like <laughs> she's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like the radio station. She kind of took over from Charlie from that, right? Right, because Charlie's in a band, and Charlie was just playing music. But Jen is like an actual personality that like comes on, yeah. and they imply that Charlie is still doing it. He's just running at a different hour, like right, different right, time. Right. Um, after they had gone through their stuff, where they just don't want to deal with each other anymore, and now Jen Jen has like her own little talk show kind of thing on there which is also fun yeah i like it and i like that she's kind of surly on it and has attitude but she's also happy at the same time i love it i love the dynamic Mm. of her being like i love when she gets dawson the little trapper keeper and like (laughs) she's so happy to be his girlfriend and to be a girlfriend Mm. and to be like oh someone's taking me home to meet their mother and like i i just i'm like oh jen you deserve this and Dawson mm. is handling it in he's totally different. He's mature. He's just like, let's just enjoy this. Let's not overthink it. Let's not do you know. I love that. Like I love that change mm. for him. And that's mm. why I love them together because they are both it's almost like he finally matured to her level because she's always been more mature. She's been through a lot of shit. And mm-hmm. now she's she's being vulnerable in a way that she never has. And he's being like a rock for her in a different way that she hasn't had before, you know, mm-hmm. their dynamic mm-hmm. has changed into, in this adulthood. Um, and that's why I was like, that's another reason why I'm like, Dawson's a man for the first time. And I'm <laughs> like, I dig it. Like, it's really cool. Um, no, I just, yeah, I like I'm the way it. that he handles everything in this season. Yeah. And then I guess, speaking of handling things, our final person really to talk about is Joey being Joey handled Potter. by her teacher. Ugh. Ugh. I mean, this was kind of like set up from the first episode, yeah. and I kind of just kept thinking, but they're not going to go there. Not with Joey. She's not going to like get with her teacher, even though like all of it's set up that all of these, you know, like female students are like besotted with him. Which, by the way, one of my so favorite on. things is when Pacey was like, "Been there, super fun," and we're like, "No, Pacey, <laughs> you were assaulted. You were a child, Pacey." Anyway. <laughs> 
Well, yeah, and then and it's funny because we're at the point in One Tree Hill right now in season four where Brooke is sleeping with her teacher. Um, oh God, I and, forgot. I always um, block that storyline out. I well, hate we're that talking one. about yeah, we're talking about how much we hate that. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's not much different because Brooke is eighteen in that, and we're guessing Joey is meant to be eighteen or nineteen. They might be nineteen at this point, but yeah. But, you know, like of legal age, but still questionable. And then obviously using a position of power, you know, in terms of being the teacher. So one thing that's interesting in this season, and I don't know if you picked up on this and like we're noticing this. I think this is the first time that we've ever seen Joey Potter not have a job. Mm, She's not working. She doesn't have to work. I think because of the Brooks money, like everything's kind of taken care of. I like that for her. She's doing yeah. the, like the study thing with Wilder and all of that, which is that's very time consuming. But I don't think she's getting paid for that. If she is, it's minimal. You know, mm-hmm. um, I think it's just, you know, maybe it would be like a grad student type work, even though she's not a grad student. And she sang on stage. She did. They keep Chad. trying to make her singing work. What what does that mean, Lex? I just, I don't think she can sing. I think she can sing in like, okay. in a fun karaoke way, but they act like she can sing, like she can really sing. Like You mean hate, like a Haley James she's Scott She's no Haley James Scott. No, she's not. Haley is, is like a legit singer. And I think that Katie Holmes is just like, she's the girl who's good at karaoke. That would sound yeah. much meaner. And, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Listeners, feel free to tell me I'm wrong. Feel free. I'm fine with it. They'll be they'll be much harsher than you're being, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, I know. Y'all are ruthless. It's kind of <laughs> great. Well, I mean, so this is sort of her storyline. Mm-hmm. Is this, well, she, potentially there's the Dawson, will they, won't they? And that she fucks sort of feels... her up. That's really upsetting. Because it was yeah, like, oh, you're going to could... be with me, and then all of a sudden you're sleeping with Jen. But I think she feels relieved, because I think she felt like she needed to plan all of these things in and mm-hmm. didn't really know how to manage uh, Dawson's grief over Mitch passing away. Mm-hmm. And so it was all it's difficult. Um, but I think she feels all right about it, because it's like, well, now she's sort of a bit more freer to live her life, and then mm-hmm. it looks like she's going to date... The guy that kind of looks like as if he would be stalking her and outside. I don't in a like tree that guy. Binoculars. Elliot is his name, and I hate his hair and his face and the way that he dresses. I just don't like him. Okay, it creeps me out. Okay, I don't trust him. Okay, I don't trust okay. Professor Boy either, though. I will state that. I well, and that's of, kind of. I kind of wanted like there's a moment where I'm like Joey, you should just start hooking up with Charlie. He's a piece of shit, but like eh, maybe you just need to like get laid a little bit and chill you're yeah you'll have a good night his dick is magic he's, he's got the know? magic dick like you can have a couple of you know hookups with him and then just get it out yeah. of your system i think that's smarter let, than fucking the professor let that magic do its thing yeah yeah you know you might need to take an std test afterwards oh, where, but you'll be no, okay where, where protection get birth control and condoms on with that dude but you know other than that 
hazmat suit. It's like Breaking yeah, Bad. Yeah, put like <laughs> put like saran wrap or something on your body just to protect you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I, it, I mean, this is going to be the whole second half of the season, I imagine, is the fact that she's... I don't think she's going to sleep with him. That would be crazy. Um, I think she would just... She's made out of him. I think it might happen again. And then, I don't know, maybe someone will see. Joey Potter's a different girl. Yeah, but we'll see. She always Mm -hmm. refers to herself as Little Joey Potter. I know. Oh, Little Joey Potter. Reading a book. She feels like everyone's always trying to, like, she's so sheltered and this and that. Like, she's been through a lot, but at the same time, she feels like the small town girl. She's trying to kind of shed that. Um, Mm. And for the first time, she's not in that town where everyone knows her family's history and everyone can look down on her and everyone can do all that she can be a new person and i think that's why she's making some of the choices that she's making right now because she could be anyone well there you go and they're not always good choices (laughs) well i i hope she doesn't I, 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 where, either way it's going to end with the professor leaving his job I think mm-hmm. it will be him quitting because he feels like he's overstepped the mark it would be I don't know I don't think it's going to come out as like a big sort of hoopla I don't think that will happen I think he'll just leave I mean it's um, it's not illegal like Miss Jacobs was you know yes it's, it's yeah. different but in it's that sense bit... but it's morally very it's icky it's icky yeah it's icky i also don't i don't mean any offense to that actor i can't remember his name but i don't understand how they're like oh my god he's so dreamy i'm like (laughs) him anyway i don't know i'm not the one to ask listeners if you are into (laughs) men tell us is he dreamy is he Mm -hmm. dreamy i don't know on a a scale of one to ten we want to know what he rates as Yeah. yeah he just seems like a guy to me I think he does well. That I, sounded I, I extra gay he, from me, but you know, like <laughs> I'm like he's just some I re- guy. <laughs> I reckon he comes in at like an eight. That'd be my guess. Really? I reckon he's an eight. Yeah, he's got good hair. I he think does have hair good does hair. I will give him that. Professor hair. It's good hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there you go. We'll see. Can I give you my prediction for season yes. six? Well, no, this is a long way away. Five, but yeah, I know. I know. I'm half a season away. Okay. But, I'm thinking, or maybe can I say what I'm hoping will happen? Okay. I'm hoping that they'll time jump. Mm-hmm. Please don't let season six be. Is college is more than two years, right? It is, is it in, like three years. Well, or four it depends years on what you're in. So we associates. Your first degree is two years. Then the traditional college is four years in the United States. All sudden, wait, wait, four years total. Yeah, it's right, right, right. Yeah. Um. So. The first, technically, you do get a degree when you're two years in, though. You get an associate's, then a um, bachelor's. Bachelor's, yes, bachelor's, and then you can go up into graduate school and doctorates and all that. Ish. Well, yeah. So ours is three years, but you Mm -hmm. can do four years on some stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Um, But (laughs) that's. um, I'm hoping that they just. Give us this one season in college and then skip to them going into work. Like, mm-hmm. I want to see them, like, as adults joining the workforce. Like, that would be so much more interesting. Like, we don't need a second season in college. We do not need it. One is enough, Lex. 
Two will be overkill. Oh, God, it's two, isn't it? I can see it in your face. <laughs> Fuck my life. <laughs> Bloody hell. Two seasons in college. I only need one. I don't know what to tell you right now. <laughs> Say words, damn it. It's a podcast. It's audio. Season six is the worst season of the show. <laughs> Because they're still in college, isn't it? Jesus. <laughs> Christ. Okay. Well, We'll do Mad Men after this. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> they're not in college at all in Mad Men. <laughs> or high school. <laughs> Please, I'm done with these times. Our next, our next show will times. be Mad Men. So, chill. Mm. That's a formal announcement, everyone. Our next show is going to be Mad Men after we finish with this. There you go. Same Surprise. format. Oh wait, but they're shorter seasons, aren't they? So it might be it might be one season, one episode. One per... I have to look it over and make that call when we start scheduling it. But yeah, we're we're gonna finish Dope. this up and then we're gonna do that. Dope. Yeah. I look forward to that. More adult alcoholism. I know that they yeah. drink a lot in Mad Men. Yeah, That's all do. I already know. We're gonna have lots of fun stuff with that show. So yeah, we're gonna come <laughs> back in a few weeks here with the second part of season five. Yeah, this was really fun, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I look forward to finishing off. I've been waiting, like I can like binge through now um, uh-huh. the, the rest of this season, see where we end up, and uh, yeah, but my big thing is I'm, I'm calling Jack and Pacey in an apartment, and then yeah. maybe Dawson will join later. I think that would be cool. Boys place. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cool. So we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, anything else? No, just that I've enjoyed this more than I thought I would. Based but, off of what, memory. The, com- the conversation. No, oh, no, the... no, no, I meant this season. This season, <laughs> not the conversation. Conversation will always be lovely. I hope that, uh, regardless of how bad season six is, I'm sure that our podcast episode will be good. I will say that, that there is an episode in season six that is the second highest rated episode of the entire series and is considered to be one of the best episodes of the series. Oh, it'll be interesting to see if I can guess which one that is. Okay. You will. I think you will. I'd be shocked if you didn't know. But yes, that will be fun to do. I don't remember what point it is in the season, but it's very good. Excellent. Okay, well... Um, if you don't already check out Lex on Lex and Matt's Excellent Adventure, the episodes come out every Saturday. It is the best pop culture current affairs podcast in the universe. I love it. I listen to it every week. I'm actually one episode behind. Mm. You guys don't plug Capeside Chats anymore, though. I... Lex, what? sort it. I, I forgot. I usually do it when the episodes come out, but I forgot. I will put it in the show you notes guys. for this week. Capeside Chats. Yeah. Yeah. People need to know. And then, of course, if you're listening to this, you're already on the feed. But check out the rest of the stuff that we have here at the Ravens. Uh, we've got One Tree Hill that, Lex, you've been on more than anybody, I think. Oh, really? History. I want to yeah, keep that title. Been... you got to bring me on again this season. Yeah, of course. Every season. Uh, well, because you, you've also come on to... The Drama Queens episode. Yeah. <laughs> that was the controversy over that podcast. So fun. Oh my gosh. Not, not 
part of our podcast there for mm-hmm. uh, and then obviously you were on the intro mm-hmm. and then you came on again in season one season two season three so we need you in season four yeah yeah we'll have to pick an episode do that for sure yeah let me know let me know one and then obviously we've got all our other ones movies TV shows mm-hmm. all of that good stuff so yeah excellent appreciate you back to you Bob back to you Bob <laughs>